There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to stress and anxiety and how we might approach these challenges as a Christian believer. It's often a challenge for us as Christians when we see friends and family signing up to all sorts of programs dealing with stress and anxiety in pursuits like yoga and the pursuit of mindfulness that often have their roots in Eastern religions like Buddhism or Hinduism. Well, some insights today on a practical level with a former pastor and now Christian therapeutic life coach, Peter Sorkia who leads Empowering You. Peter, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for having me. Peter, interesting contrast, isn't it? What psychology might say about stress and anxiety, and we'll compare that with some of the thoughts we might have around Christian approaches to stress and anxiety, but what are your thoughts about what you understand of psychology and the approach to these issues? Well, psychology, I've been studying it myself for years, so there's a lot of good in there, but there's also a lot of things that are based on Eastern religions that we do have to be mindful of and be careful about. For example, mindfulness, which in theory is a a very good way of de-stressing in terms of the research, but what sort of mindfulness are we doing? Or are you doing? Are you doing something where you're trying to clear the mind? Well, that's not really possible. The mind keeps going. Are we using a word or a mantra? Well, that's definitely based in Eastern religion. We don't want to do that because what is that word suggesting in a spiritual language, if you like? So we need to be careful about what psychology says in terms of mindfulness and what to do about stress. But there are some very good strategies like uh, physical relaxation and tensing up each part of the body and releasing it. That's a good type of mindfulness that psychology does suggest. Uh, Yoga, be very careful about yoga. Even I have heard some people say they go to Christian yoga classes. Well, the research into that that I've done also suggests that even the way we can stand or position our bodies in yoga are a type of worship of gods. So that is something that I would be very hesitant about um, supporting. Uh, Yes. Interesting, isn't it? When you draw attention to modern psychology, which we assume is somewhat secularised and 
Uh, I'm just mindful of the idea of cognitive behaviour therapy, but you're saying that even modern psychology has a big Eastern influence in there. There is in many of the modalities. For me, studying this and having been studying this for a long time, I'm mindful about, again, there's that word mindful, uh, seems to be slipping off the tongue today now. <laughs> it does come out in a, in a conversation like this. Yes, yes. So we need to go back and look at, and I've certainly done that with a lot of the different therapies to see, okay, where did this come from and what are the roots or the basis of these types of therapy? CBT as cognitive behavioural therapy that is okay, and I, I use a form of that, but a Christian form of that, because cognitive is virtually what are we thinking about, and let's look at what we are thinking about. Behavioural means what are we doing, how are we acting out as a result of our thoughts. So I see that that fits quite beautifully when I'm working with my clients. Okay, what are you thinking about? Are they negative thoughts? Are you listening to perhaps the voice of the enemy or are you listening to what the Bible is saying and what God is saying to you and then how does that make you behave and how does that make you feel so I think that CBT is not bad depending on your angle how where are you coming from and that might all depend on the psychologist or the counsellor or the life coach who might be leading you into that. And I imagine that being a Christian life coach, you're coming from a particular perspective and that gives some level of security to a Christian who might be thinking, how do I pursue some of these things? Let's talk about how Christian thinking is different to these other mindfulness techniques. How do you identify the contrast? Okay, so you're right when you say that people would feel some confidence about a Christian viewpoint and the contrast between the secular viewpoint. Uh, so the secular, they're going to perhaps use a whole type of modalities and it doesn't matter where it comes from. For me, I always come back to the Bible. Does what I'm learning in this secular study and these secular modalities, do these things support my Christian faith and the faith of a Christian person that's coming to me. Do these things support or back up what the Bible says? So that's where I come at any modality that I use and I will then look at it and treat it and work through it with my clients from that perspective. For example, uh, let's talk about perhaps narrative therapy and that is looking at what is your self-talk? What is the dialogue going on inside your head about yourself. And I think this is a very good one. I use this one a lot with a lot of success because what are we listening to as Christians? Are we listening to thoughts that line up with the word or are we listening to negative thoughts that perhaps the enemy is trying to um, get us to believe? In other words, are we listening to truth or are we listening to lies? So I can quite happily use narrative therapy in terms of my Christian faith and Christianity uh, because one of the uh, interventions is something called externalizing or externalization. So that is, okay, look at this problem narrative that you are listening to as being not part of you. Look at this narrative as being something outside of you, externalization. And for me, that fits really comfortably because we are looking at we are looking at a devil, we are looking at Satan, we are looking at the enemy, and we are 
we don't want to look at that, but maybe that's what we're listening to, the lies. And so that is something that is outside of us. It's quite true. So let's look instead at something that the Lord says in his word by his Holy Spirit inside of us. Let's, let's externalize the junk and put that aside and let's now internalize our internal dialogue to go along with the word. So you can see how I look at the modality and I say, okay, does that fit in with my Christian faith, with, with what the Bible says? If it does, okay, I'm going to use that in a Christian way. That scripture comes to mind for me. The word of God is quick and powerful Mm. and sharper than a two-edged sword. Uh, The idea of using God's word in a Christian meditation, uh, how do you find what verses or passages you might actually use to meditate on? Any favorites from you? I do have some favorites and I've taught hundreds of people over the years in my workshops and clients and when I've been a speaker the acronym BSB and that's like the BSB of your bank account but it's the BSB of your peace account and so I use that acronym to help people remember what to do when they want to relax and find some form of peace so B the first B stands for breathe and if you recall in uh, Genesis when God made man a man didn't actually come alive until God breathed his spirit into man and then man came alive. So that's what I like to talk to when I say to people and when I use it myself, just breathe, breathe because God breathed life into you and every breath of life is actually a gift from God. Our time is, our days are numbered uh, and God knows how long we're going to be on this planet doing his will, hopefully, before we go to be with him. So as we breathe, we can just know that that's the breath of life from our Lord. So that's the first B. B for breathe. What does the Mm. S stand for? So S stands for surrender. And I think that's part of our Christian walk. We want to be in control, but we can't be. God is. And so for that one, I use the scripture, not my will, but your will. And that's what Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was going to face the cross the next day. So there's no better indication or example of surrendering than what Jesus did to go to the cross. So surrender is like giving up our complete uh, will, our control, and handing it over to the Lord. And I also like to say in that one, cast your cares when you surrender. Cast your cares. God wants us to give our worries over to him. And the third letter, the letter B, so B-S-B, what's the third B? So that is for B, (laughs) B-E. So be still. I love to go to Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I'm God. And if you look at that scripture quite carefully, which I have done over the years, it's all in the present tense. Be still and know that I am God. So in this very moment now, and trying to de-stress and find some peace from the Lord, we can just be still right now in this moment, knowing that he's got everything in his hands and uh, he's God, he's in charge. So for that one, again, might be just giving things into God's hands. There's some beautiful scriptures, I think, in the Psalms, which talks about our time, our life, our future is in his hands. So I tend to just, for me personally, put my stuff in God's hands with that particular one. So BSB, any of those parts can be used independently of the others, like the breathing. If you've got 
10 seconds between picking up the phone and it's ringing, you might just take a few deep breaths and hold it and slowly release it. And the science backs all this up with breathing. So I would go into more detail with my clients about the science of breathing and diaphragmatic breathing. So I link a bit of science and a bit of a lot of God. So there's the B, you can just do that in a quick second. Surrender. Any moment we can just say, oh God, I cast my cares. <laughs> Your will, not mine. And of course, just be still. That's just something we can do independently of the other two as well. So they're all together as one or separately. So stress and anxiety, what sort of results do you find when you've used this with some of your clients, Peter? So I'll give you an example of one of my clients. Her mother was actually um, in palliative care and so she was trying to organise all those sorts of things that that would mean, the house sale and all of that, and also trying to help her mother in this situation of passing away. She was um, going through an acrimonious divorce herself and so that was trying to settle her home and all of that. And because of that situation, she had to go out and get a job. And she was the team leader in a busy call centre. And uh, so she had young people. This woman was in her 50s. And she had very often the young people in her team were in their 20s. So she was trying to deal with young people as a team leader, the divorce, her house and her mother. The stress that she had was phenomenal when you think about, you know, what she was going through. So I taught her this method and I taught her to do it every hour because that's when I learned it. God showed me to do that when I was just about to go through burnout for the second time. And so I thought the Lord say to me, take a break every hour with me. <laughs> I was a pastor at the time and I thought, oh, that's interesting, praying to the Lord every hour. You know, <laughs> so anyway, I did that and it changed my life. So for this woman, she started to put that in place every hour because she was desperate. If you're motivated enough and desperate enough, you will do what it requires. And so she did this on the hour and within a few days to a week, she was beginning to organize and recognize and just feel more clear and have more clarity because she wasn't in that fight or flight situation that the body sets up when we're in stress. So the adrenaline and cortisol, that was slowing down. She was getting more of the feel-good hormones and she was able to walk through that very difficult time and get through and she still uses that today. That's Wonderful. BSB. Well, uh, there's no special scripture verse for that. Breathe, surrender and be, but a wonderful explanation. So if you're facing stress and anxiety, give BSB a try. It's wonderful getting some insights from you and we'll do this again sometime very soon. Peter Sorkia, Peter leads the organisation Empowering You and there is a website you can connect with Peter. Peter, P-E-T-A, EmpoweringYou.com. That's Peter, EmpoweringYou.com. Peter is a Christian therapeutic life coach and Peter, just great getting your insight. Thank you so much for your update and Thank you so much for sharing these things with us today on 2020. You're very welcome, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.